What's up, everybody? Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring words, voice, language, and freedom to your world. It's Wednesday, so let's wise up and talk about communication and instruction and their many facets in our lives. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast. Again, I am your podcast host, Jennifer Brianne. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new here, let's connect. Follow me on all of my social media. Check out my website. Um, You let me know what you have going on in your world. I'll let you know what I have going on in mine. I love making new internet friends, and so I'd love to connect. If you're returning, thank you so much for tuning in. All of you download this podcast. Share it with a friend if it helps you, if there's something you learned, something you didn't know, something you were reading ignited or re-inspired, whatever the case, um, we need to share the love, okay? So uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Today, what I want to talk about is something that I said in a caption, and I want to elaborate on that um, today for our words of wisdom. Um, Typically, we we pick a topic based out of like communication and instruction, and we kind of delve into it, and we get some words around it, and we get some some instructions, some steps, some how-tos on how to do that thing, and that's how we actively apply wisdom to the world. What I want to focus on today is actually the words themselves. So we'll still have some how-tos, but I want you to take the experience of a black mama slapping you across your mouth because you said something that was out of line. That's what I want this to feel like. And I know that's very graphic. Um, And why a black mama? Well, I'm a black girl. So I identify with black culture. So if you are Hispanic, if you are Asian, if you are Mongolian, if you are whatever ethnicity, race you identify with, um, just imagine someone correcting you in a very, 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 very sharp way, right? The reason why I use that analogy is because you got in your mind a depiction of you saying something, something releasing out of your mouth that whoever was listening did not agree with. They did not like what you said. They didn't like the tone. They didn't like the message. There was nothing about what you said that they appreciated and it caused a response. And I wanted to talk about that today because what we're focusing on is fixing your mouth. Now, if we're talking about fixing your mouth, we also have to take into consideration that something is broken. And I would beg to to dare you to analyze your own self to see what in you or what about you is broken. Because the mouth, to me, the mouth is the last part of the processing system. When we talk about the power of words, the influence they have, um, the selection we use when we talk about describing, elaborating, expanding on, or engaging in a conversation, responding to uh, insert blank. When we talk about those things, words, voice, language, when we talk about syntax and the dynamics of the culture around when you open your mouth to speak, there are a lot of things that go into that process. But I want you to fix your mouth with means we have to analyze a lot of different multifaceted components of that process so that we can be right, that we can speak correctly. And I'm not just talking about from a sense of grammar and punctuation. Um, I'm not talking necessarily about the um, the communicative um, 
formats and dynamics of how to speak eloquently. No, 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 no. I am talking about the content of what you're saying. You can work on in your own time, the nonverbal gestures that you use or um, the way that you deliver uh, that, that all those things can be trained. Those are skills. And and we can talk about those things as well, if you would like, but really what I want to talk about is the content of what you're saying. Not that those things aren't important, but some of us have to fix our mouths, meaning that we are not saying things that are consistent with what we want. We are not speaking things that give us life, that give us the longevity, that give us the fullness of the optimistic and positive, inspiring and enriching and motivating experiences that we want out of our day to day lives. We are not speaking the things that we want to see. A lot of our mouths are broken. A lot of our mouths are not consistent with the way that we should and we so desire to live our lives. And so today we're going to focus on fixing our mouth. So when we talk about, again, fixing something, we have to first identify what's broken. Okay, so the Bible says And yes, I'm Christian, if you don't know, but the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And even if you're not Christian and you're listening to this, there is a lot of truth in that old adage of wisdom and that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, meaning that on the inside of you, what you really believe, what you really think, what you really process and know and meditate on is what you're going to be talking about. It's what's going to be coming up out of you because it's what's in you. And so if what is in you is not what you want to see, then you're not going to speak on the way that you want to see. So now we can begin to identify that there is not an alignment with our vision and there's not alignment with what our mouth is saying. So there's a disconnect between the eyes and the heart because the heart, the mind and the eyes are dreaming, are visioning, are seeing, are wanting and seeing, wanting more and seeing how other people are living their lives, seeing how other people, you know, um, on Instagram are taking all of these beach vacations and they're living their quote unquote best life. And, um, but the heart, The heart, the heart, the heart feels broken. The heart feels misplaced. The heart feels like it's not my time yet. The heart feels like I'm less than. The heart feels like I don't deserve that. It's the heart. And then you begin to speak on those things. You begin to say those things. And so we need some alignment. So how do you fix your heart? Like, okay, Jen Bree, if you're telling me my heart is broken, how do I fix my heart? Well, there's a really simple solution. And this is something that I have been working on. This is something that I I am growing in. And that's why I wanted to share it with you today. Because when you begin to fix this part of you, you will then begin to realize why your mouth is not aligning with what you believe. And that way, and even more so, so you're not seeing what you want to out of your life. All right. So what you have to fix is your belief system because you believe that those people on Instagram live a better than better life than you. You believe that those people that you see graduating and finish college and finishing college before you means that you aren't smart enough to do it or it means that that you aren't capable. You have something that's broken on in your belief system about what you believe. And if you change what you believe, then you will be changing what you're saying and you will begin to align with what you're saying, with what you want to see. And then you will be able to see what it is that you're saying and it's the cyclic process of success it really is amazing when you begin to open your mouth and declare things that you want to see and then and then uh, lo and behold you see them but deeper than just confessing deeper than just saying something or writing something cool on a piece of paper and being like yeah this is what I want no you have to open your mouth with belief behind the thing that you're saying that's what separates a lot of people from these wonderful vision boards and these wonderful dreams and aspirations those who are 
just talking about it. Those people who sit around and talk about the dreams all day, who talk about the things that they want to do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, you know, they want to see those great things for their life. They want to walk in those amazing parts. They want to master the details and be their own boss and all of these other amazing keywords that people hone in and on social media. But at the same time, how many of those people actually believe what they're talking about? How many of those people actually in the, I like to call it down in your knower, deep down in your knower, know something more than what they're talking about? Because I know for a fact that if you firmly believe in something and if you if you know that thing down in your heart, your actions will align. Not only will what you're talking about change to match what you believe, but your actions will align to put some some faith feet behind the belief that you want to see. And some of us are struggling to take the steps. Some of us are struggling to take the the first step. Some of us are struggling to take the finishing step because somewhere along that path, there was a belief system that either you adapted, either you uh, created, either you were given or either um, you attached to that was inconsistent with the thing that you wanted to see. I have fallen victim to this and that is why I can speak on it because in the past six to seven months of my life, I had fallen victim to a belief system that was not consistent with what I wanted to see in my life. And it took me a while to recognize why I was not getting the results that I wanted to get. And I wasn't sure. I mean, I did everything I know to do. I was making sure that I was saying the right things. I was making sure I wasn't allowing any negative thoughts, any negative people. I had, you know, secluded myself and I was like, what is this? And then I realized it was clear as day. It was exposed to me. There was something that I believed. And when I changed that one simple belief, guys, I kid you not, like the floodgates of blessings begin to open in my life and and I begin to see everything that I really wanted but there was something that was in my belief system that was keeping me from the very thing that I wanted so I I want to challenge you to fix your mouth again that's the that's the challenge of this week fix your mouth but you have to fix your mouth with starting with what you believe because it's a process remember what's on the inside of you is what you're going to be talking about so one of the one of the ways and here I kind of go in my stepwise and my how-tos but one of the ways that you will recognize where your mouth is broken or identify what's really what you really believe is by listening to your own self. You have to be a self monitor of what is coming out of your mouth. When you are relaxed with your friends, when you are talking to family who's known you all of your life, when you're talking to friends who you grew up with, when you're talking to people who feel entitled to your business, when you're talking to people, other professionals or experts or people that may know more than you, your mentors, um, guidance counselors, therapists, people who are experts in their uh, respective areas, listen to what you're, what you're saying. Listen to what your conversation is about. When you find yourself scrolling on social media at the end of the day, or you're kicked up in front of Netflix or YouTube and you're scrolling, what are you paying attention to? What are you feeding yourself? What are the people who you are allowing in conversation with you or giving your attention to saying? What are they talking about? And I'm adamant about this because as I mentioned from my own experience, one of the major things that was a shifter for me is because I began to listen to who I was listening to. Now, everybody that you're listening to, they very well may mean you well, but if they aren't on the path or having conquered the path that you're going on, they may not be a qualified, um, they may not be a qualified mm, voice 
to what you are walking toward or what you are pursuing. And so you have to really, really, really like use an ear of discernment in order to decide, you know, okay, is this person qualified to speak on this area of my life? Is this person qualified to speak over all areas of my life? Is this person really adept at, do they have the type of results that I want? Does their life look like I want mine to look or just a piece of their life? Like you have to begin to really reconcile with yourself what it is that you're after because if you're clear about that then the persons that you decide to listen to will be very very narrow and that you will very 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 more specifically and more and with a more focused mind be able to hear and receive and apply what they're what it is they're saying I know that we live in a really high coach and consultant culture where everyone's their own expert but let me let me help you with this nugget that I got apostle tony kemp said he said this week and it blew my mind he said people teach what they know and you know like I know that google is just a click away so you can know a lot about a lot and not really know a lot about a lot if you understand what i'm saying okay but people teach what they know but people reproduce what they are and the problem is, I'm going to say that again because that was just really good. It blesses me. People teach what they know, but people reproduce, they reproduce what they are. And, and I even heard it this way. People reproduce who they are because I can teach you all day about communication. I can teach you all day about instruction. I can teach you all day about the word of God. I can teach you all day about college athletics, specifically basketball. I can teach you all day about academia. I can teach you all day about being an author, about being a podcaster, several areas I can teach you in, right? But if you were to come up under my tutelage, if you were to come one of my mentees, if you were to come up under anything that I am doing and ask me about my processes and ask me about how I did what I did, I would begin to reproduce to you who I am, not what I know. And sometimes, hopefully all times, those things are consistent, but sometimes and many times, actually, those things are very different. They don't align. And so what I would request is if you are struggling with making that next move, whether it's starting the business, writing the book, going back to school, ending the relationship, whatever the case may be moving on from a heartbreak um whatever it is it can be as small as moving across town and that may be huge to you don't let me belittle or put a limit on the size or whatever what your next step is but whatever your next step is if you feel like you are doing all that you can and you just cannot get there like you just it just not it's not working um you you don't see the results what do you really believe i would admonish you don't spend another dime don't don't ask another question sit with yourself and decide what you believe and even if you are uncertain and even if you believe that you really believe what you need to believe in order to see what it is that you need to, then I would admonish that you um, get a new belief that more closely aligns and focus yourself on that belief. Because if what you believe is not strong enough, it's not deep enough, it's not rich enough, it is not powerful enough, then perhaps you don't have the belief that you need, first of all, to fix your mouth, but then more importantly, to change your life. One of the models that I keep on my desk is to keep moving forward. And if I ever get a place where I'm stagnated or stuck and I can't move forward, I automatically check my belief system. I automatically check what's coming out of my mouth because what's coming out of my mouth is an indicator of what's on the inside of us. And, you know, in a natural sense, 
um, you may understand this a lot better. When you go and use the restroom, whatever number you do, that's an indication of what is processed through you and what was on the inside of you because it came out of you. So if you haven't been drinking a lot of water, if you haven't been eating a lot of fibrous foods and that there's a strain and a struggle in that room, then there's an indication of what was put on the inside of you, what is processed through you and what's coming out or what's not coming out, what needs to come out. And sometimes that gunky, nasty, messed up belief that you have on the inside of you, it's stuck in there and you need some new beliefs, some new fiber, some new vitamins, some new clear, some new clear laxatives perhaps. Um, to wash out that thing that is not serving you well because it's sitting up in there and now after a period of time it will cause infection it will cause all types of other issues it will cause other systems to try to come and help and when it didn't have to be that way so again begin to think about what you believe begin to think about what you know what you trust and what you are listening to and that is a way that you will fix your mouth Another way that you can fix your mouth is to have somebody check you. I had a lady tell me um, a couple days ago, actually, we were in conversation, you know, and just just talking back and forth and she cursed. And I mean, I didn't think anything of it um, because I've heard this individual cuss before. Furthermore, I've heard individuals curse before. So it's not like, a, oh, my gosh, like I'm not that person, guys. Like I'm not going to condemn you. I'm not going to condemn you at all. But I mean, you know, that's how she speaks. So I was not taken aback but she actually was taken aback at her own actions and she said to me she said I'm really trying hard to stop cursing and I begin to think about what she's after so she has a language that she uses that is a habit that's common that's natural that flows out of her at whim right and she voiced after this habit um showed itself that she is trying to break this habit. So then I began to think to myself, the conversation went on, you know, I, I dismissed it and I said, yo, you continue talking, you know, but the conversation went on. But it, when I reflected over the conversation in my mind, I began to think, okay, how is she attacking this? How is she dealing with seeing something in her life that she does not want to see? And it shows up at its own will. Um, and she feels as though she can control it. So I begin to think, well, what does she really believe about curse words, right? Like, why does she believe that they were permissible to use at one point And now something has shifted where she doesn't believe that they're permissible now. And what is her new belief? Is her new belief about curse words stronger than her old belief? Because you got to think your old belief speaking to her and to you. The old belief is powered by action already. The old belief is already ingrained itself as a habit and as a normal way of life. So your new belief to, in order to fix your mouth, your new belief is going to have to be so strong that it's going to have to overpower and out habit the old belief. So I begin to think to myself, well, what, what practices is she putting in place? to overcome this right is she using perhaps filler words you know instead of saying one curse word that starts with a d is she using another word that allows her the same vent of expression that maybe starts with the same letter perhaps using the word dang you know um so think about that analogy think about that example and apply it to your own life what is the power of belief that's being enacted in your life that you disagree with you reject it. You don't like it. You've called it out and you want to fix it. So now have you put a new belief in place so that your mouth can align with what you now believe? Because you got to remember that you can no longer say what you said. 
It is pure insanity to do the same thing and expect a different result. So you can't say the same thing that you used to say. You cannot allow the same words over that situation, over that relationship, over that um over that feat in your life, you cannot say the same things and expect a different result. So if you want a different result, what are you going to be saying differently? That's a tip on fixing your mouth. And I know that the words fixing your mouth are not um, friendly per se. When I looked them up, a lot of fixing your mouth has to do with uh, braces. It has to do with cosmetic surgeries. It has to do with um, dental implants and uh, veneers and and doing uh, surgical things in order to fix the uh, physical elements of your teeth, your gums, your smile, your jawline and all of those things. Even though those things are important. That is not what we're focusing on. Let's focus on the spiritual aspect. Let's focus on the inner man. Let's focus on um, some people call it the spiritual aspect. Some people call it the soulish realm. Whatever you identify with, your heart, your mind, and your spirit, that's what I am talking about. What words are flowing out of your heart into your world? And those words, when you track them, look at, what, look at the results that they're getting you. So my last tip on fixing your mouth is when you do decide to put new words in place, to change, to put a new belief that anchors you and then to put words on that new belief that align with your new belief so that you reject and completely remove the old habits, the old actions and the old beliefs from that thing that you want to see in your life. You have to be bold enough. You have to be consistent enough. You have to be disciplined enough to say those words till you till you see what you want in your life. You cannot stop. You cannot say, oh, well, I was positive Patty for one day. Back to negative Nancy. No, 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 no. Because how long, going back to our analogy, how long have you been cursing? I know this woman to be, um, she's uh, about mid-30s. So let's say she started cursing as a teenager. That's 20 years of a habit that she decided in one day that she wanted to break. So how long, how long can you persevere? How long can you sustain to... Mm, I think the word that I want to use is how long can you sustain the words and the habits and the I don't really want to use the word ritual, but the persistence. I think that's a better word. The persistence to using the words in order to see what it is that you are saying, because you've been saying a lot of things different. If you've had a belief opposite than what you want to see, you got to think about how much time, how many words, how many actions you put behind them not aligning with what you want to now see. So you got to give yourself some time. You got to give yourself some space and you have to be okay with growing. You have to be okay with forgetting just like she did. You know, she, she slipped up, you know, she cursed and it was okay. She said, oh my bad. She immediately corrected herself and reminded herself that no, this behavior is not permissible anymore. And I have a new belief and a new habit that I am instituting in my life. She corrected herself and she moved on. So don't stay stuck. Don't stay stagnant. If you go back to negative Nancy, if you go back to uh, Deborah depressed, just get back up and try again, you know? And I think we, we relegate those words to children. You know, we praise them for getting back up and trying again. We champion them to try again to play another game, to put the jersey back on, to go back to practice, to go back to the playground, to confront the bully. But we don't do that as adults. And I really think that we need to get to that level of grit and grind that we are going to confront the bullies of our lives, the bullies of our bad habits, the bullies of our laziness, the bullies that try to dictate our lives as opposed to us dictating and ownership uh, and taking ownership of our own lives. 
And a lot of the way that you do that is controlling your mouth. You have to fix your mouth. It's important to say what you want to see. It's important to allow the visions of your heart and the visions of your mind to align with the words of your mouth because then you are in total alignment. You are in total agreement and you will see in due time what it is that you are saying. But do not, do not fool yourself into thinking that you can be negative Nancy, Deborah depressed, down low and um, pessimistic about life and then reap from it a harvest of a bountiful and a fruitful life. It does not work that way. So again, fix your mouth. If you don't know how to fix it, let me help you. (laughs) If you don't know how to fix it, if if you're unsure of areas, make your friends, your accountability partners, your mentors, make them aware. And I'm going to tell this funny story. So I have it really bad about saying that I saw that. Or no, no, I'm sorry that I seen that. See, I've, I've corrected it, so I know how to say it right. But um, when I first got into doctoral school, I was really bad about saying, "Oh, I've seen that." Well, if you don't know, um, that's improper grammar. It, it, the correct way to say it is, it should be, "I have seen that" or "I saw that," because "saw" is past tense. And um, I have a graduate <laughs> advisor who corrects me. Every time I said it wrong, and I mean, I I literally would practice. I would take pen and paper. You know how like when you're in elementary school and they make you write sentences and you have to write like a hundred of them. I literally took to pen and paper and wrote as much as possible. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I have got to get this right because I'm going to slip up and say it wrong. And she's going to roll her eyes and correct me. And I'm going to be so embarrassed every time this happens. And it just kept happening. It kept happening. It kept. And finally I drilled myself. I made myself. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I have seen it. I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen it. And I had just drilled myself and drilled myself and drilled myself until finally I got to the place where it was habit to say um, those uh, words correctly, you know? And I think that that is, that is the diligence that you have to get to first. But more importantly, make those people that you talk to often aware of your areas. Now, she was gracious in that she pointed it out for me and she took it up on herself to hold me accountable. But allow your friends, your family, the people that you spend the most time talking to or texting, make them aware that, hey, I'm trying to transform this area of my life and I need your help. When I say this curse word that I'm not supposed to say, when I say this negative word about my vision or stuff gets hard or tight, correct me. Because it's in that correction that you will be made more aware and more aware. And you will also immediately learn to realign your actions until your mouth and your your mouth and your mind and your vision are all aligned. And so will your feet be in the direction to where you're headed to get to the thing that you're trying to get to. So again, um, fix your mouth. Fix your mouth. If you have people around you that need to fix your mouth, to fix their mouth, uh, share this podcast with them. But also don't condemn them. Don't tell them to fix their mouth. Just share the podcast and let it do the speaking. Let me be the bad guy. But also be mindful that if they need to fix their mouth, then you're consuming what it is that they're saying. So you might want to take heed to how other people are speaking about the things that you're believing concerning because they may be speaking against and you're receiving all of the negativity, all of the backlash from the very thing that you actually, in fact, don't want. And that that was very integral for me to remove myself from voices and from people and from places that were against the vision and the things that I had. All right. 
So again, um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Connect with me. I'd love to know who you are, where you're from, what you have going on. And if there's any content that you want me to cover and or explain, um, let me know. I'd be more than honored to share your thoughts, your sentiments on this platform, as well as getting to know you as you get to know me. Um, So again, follow me on all my social media accounts. I just want to take this this brief moment and give a shout out um, to uh, the Bryant family and every single family that lost a loved one in the tragedy that happened to begin this week. Do know that um, I am praying with all of you all that are mourning as I am. And I believe that the strength and the peace of God will guide us through this and and help us to navigate lives more successfully, more safely, um, with more of a resound, with more reason and understanding. And we trust that God is God. And so that is my prayer, my hope for you. But again, if you are mourning, prayers are with you, um, as this was very, very hard for a lot of us in the basketball world and outside of the uh, sports industry to understand and fathom. So again, you all have a wonderful, amazing, awesome Wednesday, and I will see you next week. Until next time, guys, peace, love, and hair grease.